0: Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to Across the Track Podcast with your host, Isaac Young. Here, uh, guys, I'm just gonna tell you right now, it's been a rough couple of weeks for us. Uh, Dennis and me have had a long discussion, we were both actually sick the last two weeks, and neither one of us could come on and do the podcast. If I would have tried to come on here, I probably would have hacked a loogie on the computer screen here. It just wasn't a good good deal for either one of us. i am still got a little bit of it. But uh, I wanted to get on here because obviously Daytona has already came came and went. And Las Vegas has now came and went. And we've had a lot of stuff going on since the last time we put out a pod. Um, just give you a, a quick rundown. Dennis is going to be coming in and off, in and out of the show. Not in and off, sorry, in and out of the show. He's going to be more of like a, a guest now than an actual host. Um, I'm going to try to uh, get more people on as we keep going with this. I am promising you guys, I'll make this a regular basis thing, a week to week. It just these last three weeks have been stupid crazy with us being sick, with trying to get everything going on. You know, we both both of our families had had bugs. Like I said, like I was saying. Um, but yeah, so we're we're going to uh, we're gonna have him on from time to time. He's not gonna be on here every single pod now uh just the way it works out for us to have him here and to record the way his schedule works out just isn't feasible right now and i'm trying to we both want to put out good contact i'm trying to do it every week so with that being said i'm taking taking full reins of this i'm going to run the show and uh We'll dive right into Daytona and what a crazy race that that was! Really good racing. We saw a lot of, you know, two different lanes battling it out throughout the stages. Um, Chase Elliott having a real good car winning stage one. Denny winning stage two, and then Denny winning the race. But I think that gets a pretty overshadowed by the the whole Ryan Newman that with. The whole Ryan Newman wreck and everything that played out with that. And let me just say, guys, I feel from following social media over the last couple of weeks, first first take I had to just like pull myself out from getting into these heated discussions about that race. Because a lot of people first wanted to start blaming Denny Hamlin for how he ran. And he did nothing wrong. He went, pushed Ryan Blaney, got out because he knew that Ryan Blaney was going to make a run and he was going to run up on Ryan Newman. He knew that the only shot that he had was to get on the side of Ryan, Ryan Blaney, inside draft him and try to get around him when they came through turn four into the straightaway, as we saw. Um,. But also, I can't blame Ryan Blaney for what he did. He actually, you know, after the race says, well, I wasn't going to go for the win. I was actually going to push Ryan Newman for the win to make a Ford win the race, which is – it tells you everything you need to know about Ryan Blaney. I mean, the dude's just a class act. Um you know, him being a Penske driver and me being a Joe Gibbs fan and a Kyle Bush fan. I like to cause there's kind of that rival rivalry between Kyle Bush and Brad Kozlowski and Joey Logano. And you want to be like, Man, I don't I don't like the Penske guys because of that, but I just can't. I like Ryan Blaney. I think you saw real live emo- Roll emotions after that race. You could tell that that's just not what he wanted. You know, he didn't. Nobody wants to wreck anybody out, especially in that situation. And you know, further furthering into into that, I'm not blaming Ryan Ryan Newman for what he did. He's known as one of the toughest guys to pass in NASCAR. We all know that. He, I mean, he's made a name for himself because of that. But what he did was. I wouldn't call it the right move necessarily, but it's a Ryan Newman move. He made the block, trying to make sure that Blaney couldn't get a run on him. Because I think he felt at that point in time, if he blocks Blaney, and let's just say he gets he gets out from that and he doesn't wreck, I think he wins the race. I legitly think he wins the race if he can keep that car straight, because I don't think Denny Hamlin was going to have anything for him because it would have just been too big of, of a run that Ryan Blaney and Ryan Newman would have accumulated there. So Ryan tries to block because he wants to win. He wants to prove to everybody that he isn't washed up. and Maybe, maybe that isn't even part of it. I don't know, but that's kind of my takeaway from it. And when he goes to do that, he gets wrecked out. He goes into the wall and then gets hit by Corey LaJoy. Corey, same as Brian Bellini, just as upset. Didn't want that to happen. But that's part of racing. Thankfully, thankfully, Ryan goes to the hospital, gets released, and now is in recovery. And I just actually saw today, he posted a picture that he's in rehab and he's actually out fishing. So Ryan still has that sense of humor. I saw a couple other guys post on social media saying that they've talked to Ryan. He's still the same old Ryan joking around, having the great sense of humor that he has and just being typical Ryan Newman. So I'm really happy for that. Also a little side note on this whole deal. Really cool for Ross Chastain to get into that car, run it. He had really good race at Vegas. I don't want to get too ahead of myself here because I am going to go in this podcast. I am going to combine. It's probably going to be a little bit longer than what I'm going to shoot for, but I am going to add in the Vegas race. We're going to combine the two, make one one podcast and call it good. So yeah. So on Daytona, I mean, really that, that was, that was it. There was some guys that I was pretty, pretty happy with seeing run really good. Um, Upset for for Kyle Busch, he didn't didn't get a good run, but you know what? That's that's how it works out. Um, I actually thought when when it uh, that last costume came out, I thought we were gonna see a Kevin Harvick or a Clinton Boyer or uh, like a, a maybe a Kyle Larson. Or somebody like that. And Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon placed 12th. Kyle Larson placed 10th in that race. Um, One of those guys, you know, Clint Boyer placed 6th and Kevin Harvick. I thought that was going to be, if if there was going to be any, like, in the back of the pack action, those were the guys that were going to make the move up the middle. But we saw, right, as that restart started, it just, there's no way anybody was coming from the the middle to the back of that that pack that was still left. The middle just seemed like it just wasn't there for anyone. And it was gonna be one of the two lines you're gonna have to hop in. And it and that's to be expected. It's Daytona, but I was kind of thinking that maybe some guys would hook up and try to make a move at the middle and they just didn't. There just there just wasn't a run. So um but yeah, for a guy like Chris Buscher, Chris Buscher finished third. That was that was awesome for him. David Reagan finished fourth. Um, Brendan Gon finished seventh. And a lot of that is because of the big one, the big wrecks that we had. But John Hunter Nemechek finished eleventh in that race. I mean, these are just these are guys. Michael McDowell fourteenth. Bubba Wallace fifteenth. Just these are good finishes um stuff that you can kind of build on throughout the year i know like i just said i know that there was the big one you had the big wrecks there was more than just one but for the fact that they did get up there they did get some points they're putting themselves in good positions and hopefully they can build on that and i'm not saying that they're going to place in the top 10 or top 15 every week but at least being able to build on that and and take those points that Maybe you could say, we'll put quotations around and say they were giving me points because they were at the back and the big one happened and they got through. But there's still points and you're still on them because you're in that race. So um, that's really all I've got for uh, Daytona. You know, guys that I'm looking at right now, guys that are hot, Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, obviously Denny winning his back-to-back. I'll touch on that a little bit. Back-to-back Daytona 500 wins. Um, that's awesome. And being that in this one, second-closest finish, both of them by him, him winning. Um, Kevin Harvick had a good run. Quint, like I was just talking about, Kyle Orson. I think this year is going to be... A telling tale for Kyle. Is he going to be able to put together a couple wins, being in the two to five range of wins in the season? Is he going to be able to run up towards the front and see if this new Camaro is really what he needs to to get going? Um, I thought Chase had a really good race. Um, The Toyota strategy kind of – didn't make sense at first and then it kind of worked itself out because it just happened to be a caution come up and they could bring themselves back through the pack um i was very reluctant to uh, you, cheer cheer on what they were doing at first and then it kind of played itself out and it seemed like okay they they'd made a smart move but uh other than that there's nobody that really stands out. I thought Chris ran Christopher Bell in the ninety-five ran pretty good. Matthew Bedadetto, if he couldn't have get, you know, could have not got caught up in some stuff, maybe would have placed a little bit better. Um, that's that's pretty much it. I, I mean, Ryan Newman. I let's talk about Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman had a really good run. He had a good car all week. He ran really well. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see when he when he comes back because he's going to come back. What that car produces out there on the track, it, it looked it looked strong and definitely looks strong at the Super Speedways. We'll, we'll see when it gets to uh, gets to the time that he comes back. And I haven't saw a timetable on when they think he's going to be coming back. I think that's kind of just going to be a day to day thing for him and how everything's playing out for him. So we'll transition into Las Vegas, and what a good what a good race that was too. I I thought all day long there was some really good battles. Um, it it was kind of a mix of a little bit of everything. You know, you had Chase that had a good run. Martin Truex, if there wouldn't have been the whole deal with him having to go back down pit lane. And to get his lug nuts tightened up, he was just looking really good. Kevin Harvick had great short run speed, but not anything for the long run. Um, same thing with Ryan Blaney and Joey Garner, but Ryan Blaney's car kind of looked like, out of all the Fords, it was going to be the one that lasted the longest. Um, William Byron looked good early. Didn't really know what was late. Kyle Larson kind of hung around there and never really got to move up. Him and Kyle Busch really kind of surprised me in that, in this race. And Kyle has, has had, you could put quotations around it and say his struggles at Vegas. But, uh, I was expecting a little bit more out of him. I guess that's probably the fan part of me and me wanting him to do better at his home track. Um, But these are the kind of guys, uh, Alex Bowman had a terrific day. If if everything doesn't play out like it does with the caution late, I think Alex wins the race. That's just my opinion. He looked like a quote and unquote rocket ship. I mean, he just, you know, they, with, uh, I think it was like seven to go in that race, he, was half a second behind and they were wondering, wondering if he was going to be able to cut down enough time. And I watched that next lap. So it was six to go. I watched that and he cut two tenths off of the lap time. So he was back. Like it was like 32nd of a second or something. It was just amazing. And, and that car looks so good. And then the caution comes out. Then there's the whole thing with the tires. People, guys with that went in and got some. Joey stayed out with a couple other guys. And then he gets a big shove at the end, wins the race on white flag checkered. And that's Las Vegas for you. Um, yeah. Well, like I was saying, Chase just looks so good. Ryan looked good. Like I said, Martin, William Byron, Joey Lugano, obviously he wins the race. Kevin Harvick. That was, I mean, for, for Kevin, that was weird. You know, his car was so, so, so fast in short runs. But when you started getting into the longer runs, it just fell completely off. And there wasn't much for it there. Um Now getting to, we've went through stage two, can we just, can we take a second here? Let's just have a conversation about a guy that I'm a really big fan of, which is Matthew Bededetto. Yeah, that's right. Matthew Um Famously, the junior quote of when he finished he, he finished in the top ten, I think it was, or top five, maybe. And Junior came across the radio did the whole Matthew but yeah. Um, and I do that for my son and he laughs. He thinks it's hilarious. But Matthew, Matt, is just such a just a good guy to have in this sport. And Yes, we need personality, and I, I'm the first one to stand here and beat the drum and say, I wish these guys were not such cookie-cutter racers. I wish they showed more of their personality like Kyle Busch does. And Brad Kozlowski sometimes, even with Brad, he's kind of cooled off since he got into the broadcasting. Um, but Matthew is just – Matt's just one of the really good guys in NASCAR, and it showed – Showed Sunday, and I was so happy for him. Uh, for one, like he talked, he's run the Wood Brothers car, and if you talk to Dennis, and I'm or the next time I add Dennis on here, I'm going to talk to him about this. Dennis is a big believer that Wood Brothers still carries the weight that it always has. I think it still does. Um, and what what I mean by that is we've had the conversation of. Does Wood Brothers really have the cars to compete with the top teams like Hendricks, uh, Joe Gibbs, um, uh, Stuart Haas, and Penske? You could, you know, have those four. Uh, Do I think that they are on that level? No, but I think they're just a slight smidge below that. And Matt running that car, I really hope that he has a really good season. And I hope that they resign him and bring him back on, and he runs that twenty one for the rest of his career. I just i I think there's a really good fit to that. I really liked when Ryan Blaney ran the car. I was never a pro- proponent of having Paul Menard run the car. I thought that was just a really dumb move by Wood Brothers. I got it because it had a sponsorship, and there was. A, All kinds of reasoning for that, but when he actually looked at having a driver in there that could drive the car, do what it should with the famous 21 on it, I think that that Matt's going to be a really good fit for that. Another guy that I want to talk about, because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not a guy who has been a big fan of his per se. I think at one point in time I've called him Rick, Ricky Ricky. Um Ricky Stenhouse. But he's had two really good races. Both well I mean, he kind of fell into the third place finish here at Las Vegas. But hey, it doesn't matter. Uh you know, if you fall into it. As long as you're getting points and, you know, he's right up there to the top. Now, I think as the season goes, you're going to see him fall off. I don't see him keeping up with being able to run in the top five like he has and, you know, doing the stage points like he did at Vegas and like he's done at Daytona. But they took a risk early on for his car and I'm trying to think. um, I'm blinking right now. On who his. Who his uh, teammate is. And this is. This is where I need Dennis to come in. And, and save me. Um, They both. They both took the risk on the fuel. They tried. Doing. What they needed to do. To get up to the front. They did it. And it worked out. Ryan Priest. Sorry. Ryan Priest. He had to end up having engine problems. But uh. Yeah, they both, uh, they both were right there during that race. They took, they took gambles, they took chances and it paid off for, for him towards the end there. Um, Austin Dillon finished fourth. That's, he had another, that was two really good weeks in a row, decent runs. Jimmy Johnson, the guy who I've probably been one of his biggest critics over the last five, three to five years. Um, Jimmy Jimmy finished fifth. He's had a strong car both weeks. He's looked better than he has the last three years. I mean, he just he looks phenomenal. Um I'm I'm happy for him. I'm I hope he has a good run, but I hope he doesn't win more than two races because I have a bet on that. <laughs> I mean does have a, have a bet. So um like like I Said, uh, I think I touched a little bit on it before with Kevin Harvick having that short run speed. He finished eighth. He just didn't have the long run. And I I know it came down to short run. He took tires like everybody else. Uh, And I'll get into that a little bit because I have a theory on a driver who totally missed on an opportunity. Um, I'm trying to look here. I'm gonna I really stick to kind of the top ten, maybe maybe go a little bit out of that. Um let's look here. Night ninth place finish was Kyle Larson. Kyle two strong weeks, and like I said, this is a telling year for Kyle Larson. He's got to see, you know, I think a lot of people gotta see what he has. A, there. I mean he, he shows so much potential. It's if he can put that all together and run consistently in the top ten, get some wins, show that he's supposed to be where he's been at. Brad finished in seventh. He got wrecked out in Daytona. Um, I think he's gonna be a strong car all year long. But I don't think he's gonna be one of those guys who's gonna dominate races necessarily. I think he's gonna hang around in races and be there at the end and let him what his driving abilities take him to the checkered flag. Okay, guys. I'm going to get into something that irked me off last Sunday. Um as a fan of Kyle Bush's, watching him race Las Vegas, like I said, definitely rooting for my thought that he could do better than what he did. He ended up finishing 15th. Um here's my deal. Here's my thoughts. So Kyle Bush hadn't had a car that could really do a whole lot better than at best. I think it was the best that he was at was like seventh and seventh or or maybe sixth. I can't I can't remember. I sure wrote it down. But he couldn't crack the top five. Um it got to a point where he just couldn't pass anybody and you could tell because he just wanted move on people and people and guys started pulling away from him. He pretty much ran 11th most of the race. And it was kind of pitiful, if you want me to be honest. It just, he didn't have the car. And you could tell he didn't have the car. So, with all that being said, you know you don't have the car. You have a good idea that what's about to happen with two laps to go, somebody's going to stay out, okay? Okay. And I, I, I think, I truly think that they thought more people was going to go into the pits and they didn't. And that really threw a wrench into everybody's plans for that. But they had an opportunity. They, they pitted late. I think they had like 30 to 35 laps on their tires. They had enough fuel, they were going to be able to go to green. I think this is a Kyle Bush and Adam Stevens mistake. And I know it's hindsight to look at it from sitting on your couch, sitting in your lazy boy at home, but that was the first thing. And I, and I don't deem myself to be like this uberly smart NASCAR guy. But sitting there, I go, well, this makes no sense to me. And, I, and and you see that because you see it play out with Joey Logano and everybody else. But I look at that race as, well, you couldn't, it didn't matter if you had new tires and a bunch of people around you had old tires. Kyle just didn't have the car to get up to the front. And he had talked earlier in the race about wanting to get that car in the front to run in clean air. And that was a perfect opportunity. Even with two ops to go, you, you, you're you talking all day long about wanting to get there. And yet you still pit with everybody else. You don't take any risky strategy and you just went with it. So maybe they didn't feel that that car could even run with the fast fast cars that were up front. Um, I don't. I just i i watched the tires all day, and I watched the Truck Series race Friday night, and Kyle Kyle won that, and obviously he knew that those tires fell off of the truck, but they weren't falling off nearly as much for these cup cars. So it just kind of baffled me and, and knowing both, you know, I I followed Kyle for a good, good portion of his career here, knowing what I know about Kyle, knowing that he knew that that car could not run with four tires with the rest of them. He was going to fall off and he did exactly that. He didn't even think he moved from when he came out of the pits, placing, you know, moving up and where he finished. Um, I just was kind of baffled by that. I thought that was a gamble that they would try to take. And, you know, one of those deals where, well, the worst off we get is we, you know, get shuffled back in the top 10. We still place in the top 10. Well, they didn't even place in the top 10. They placed 15th. So there's that. Um, I'm hoping to get another podcast done. This one's going to be a short one for you guys. I kind of ran through both those tracks. I'm going to try to elongate it. I'm gonna start doing a little bit more with each podcast. Like I said, I just want to get us caught up on this one, and uh, I'm gonna make a better effort to uh, to get on here every week and make sure we we get the talking points talked about and get everything kind of gone through. I'd like to do one here before too long uh, of Kind of a precursor to the silly season, even though we're just a couple races in. I'd like to talk about the free agency of this next year and see uh, kind of my takes on where I think if anybody's going to make a move, where they're going to move to. Just stuff like that. Um, I'm going to get into a more of a routine with these pods of like how I want every single one to be. I want them to be more like each other instead of me just kind of jumping around just talking about random bits about the races. I, I want to actually have talking points where we talk about. So that's that's going to be it for this one. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping to have another one out this week, uh, t- more closer towards the auto club. Maybe, maybe I'll do it after a practice or qualifying just to kind of see, talk about where I think that's going to be. I think it's going to be a really good race. We've had two really good races this year. And I'm really happy with kind of how everything's playing out. I think we're going to have a great racing season, guys. And uh, thank you for following me. Um, go and look at for your other sports stuff uh, across the board. They've got a bunch of new stuff out. They've got other pods. If you're an Ohio guy and like your Ohio teams, they got a bunch of stuff on it. Thanks, guys.